Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, it's back again. Here we are talking about a race. Can you believe a We're race took about place? A race. Now we've got to talk about Formula One <laughs> as if it's some sort of competitive event that takes place. <laughs> And not just a collection of cartoon characters that we like satirizing. I can't believe we actually have to talk about fucking Formula One now. I think Formula One is better <laughs> when they don't race. Yeah, it totally is. Yeah, yeah. When it's just like them working out on in the yacht. gym yeah. and like being on a boat or like eating a, like a, 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 some a, an open top Scandinavian rye bread sandwich thing. Now we actually have to talk about what was an average Formula One race. Which of the corners was your favorite? Or which of the of the named bits of the Belgian track? Uh, the Fanny Chicane. Oh, uh, the Fanny Chicane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The bus stop Chicane. Yeah. Which I, I mean, think would, I mean, the race would have been better if there was an actual bus stop there that was in use. <laughs> well, it could have taken Lewis back. Yeah. Quicker than that lonely Hulk walk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that walk. Can you do the whistle? What's the melody? I can't really do it. I can't remember. When Lewis walked back for that reference, sorry, is the the end of the Hulk TV series <laughs> when Bruce Banner turns from the Hulk back into Bruce Banner and he just does this lonely hitchhike walk. It's exactly what Lewis looked like. It was so funny with his helmet on it. Because we always take the piss out of how sad they look on the back of those mopeds. Yeah. And actually we realised that that's a lot less sad than trudging off down a gravel track. <laughs> also, when they keep their helmets on and they look like toddlers because the head's massive, mm, you know? Wandering around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They look like when you play Goldeneye and you put it on big head mode. Yes. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm always amazed by when my toddler puts his hand on his head, how small his hand is yeah. in compared to his giant skull. Obviously, the best corner name mm-hmm. is Radion. Mm-hmm. All the sauce. Because Radion sounds to me like the word semion. Mm. And so it's got like a teenage yeah. sort of... Adolescent. You can come out of the semion into the camel straight. Yes, exactly. As an audio experience, it was a very pleasing thing. They've named everything very well. I can't believe we're talking about racing. And well, we're not really. <laughs> <laughs> Even though there was a race that took place, we still managed to be quite good at not talking about the actual racing. And long may it continue. Do you think when the drivers get back from their holiday and they're all in the room before when they have the race 
brief, the pre-race meeting, mm. where the guy goes, now make sure when, when you plug your seatbelt in that it stays plugged in until you get out of the car at the end of the race. <laughs> Do they have uh, that chat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, on the cool-down <laughs> lap, you can't un- take your seatbelt off. And they all sit in that room and... Um, do you think that they talk about their holidays with each other? Yeah, but well, they'd have to. Like, you know when you come back from summer holidays at school? Yeah. And Latifi's like, yeah, yeah, I got a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I met this girl. Her name's Naomi and she likes skateboarding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All those office chats after summer holidays where people talk about it with that, like, the same perfunctory, like, oh, yeah, no, same old thing, really. Uh, just uh, lots of neck exercises and uh, I fucked like, a kind of coach load of 23-year-old <laughs> Swedish girls. So, yeah, no, it's very normal, regular, like... Who do you think, which driver do you think shows the other driver's photos of their holiday? Is it George? Yeah, George is a big holiday um, photo yeah, show. No, so I went to Mykonos um, and uh, met Pitbull. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here we are. My... He took me out on his uh, boat and it was, a, it was a schooner. Is that the word? Schooner. And, uh, That's the type of boat, isn't it? I don't know. And I went out on his schooner, and he had a, he actually had a chef that would he would just he say what do you want, and I was joking. I said scallops, please, and he just jumped in the water. <laughs> right, mega. It was mega. And then five minutes later, he comes up, and he, he couldn't get scallops, but he had an octopus, and we just I watched him pull the ink sack out, and it was mega, absolutely mega. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. There must have been a lot of that. Um, Perez kind of coming back all kind of guilty and browbeaten because his wife's still annoyed at him about what happened before. It was an interesting race. By the way, how many... Sorry. Hi, I'm Josh Weller. And I'm Alfie Brown. And finally, this is Dirty Air. How many races in a season can they call a home race for Max Verstappen? It's out of control. So what's he got now? Um, obviously, that's Nudelonde. And the Austrian. That's that's a Austrian for Red Bull. Yeah, Hungarian. What? Yeah, because they all go, don't they? Because it's close. I'm not sure Hungary's that close to the Netherlands. When, when it was on telly, they were like, this is a home race of sorts for Max Verstappen. So much of the Orange Army here. But it's just that's because he's got such a big following that they just go everywhere. So it's That always country's a in a place. I can see why the Nazis wanted it so much because it's in, it's easy to get around. Yeah, it's a good... It's a good, it's a good bolt hole, isn't it? It's good to have a bolt hole just, um, you know, in the centre of Europe, just so you can, you know, invade Russia, you can invade Austria. It's so great. Oh, Jesus. Um, Belgium, that one they called a home race for him. And like Flemish is basically Dutch in a way. They're going to, eventually in this season, they're going to go, well, actually uh, Max Verstappen shouted at a waiter once in a Wagamama. So the Japanese Grand Prix is technically a home <laughs> A home yeah, race. Well, I mean, technically, if it was a Wagamama, it would have to be the Asian Fusion Grand Prix. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> it was... Okay, I'm... I'm. Listen, I'm... Yeah. I, I'm listening. It's why, why, when... And I'm not a Lewis Hamilton fan, and I, Max Verstappen is obviously one of the greatest Formula One drivers of all time, or is going to be. Mm. Why is it when Lewis was running away, winning all those championships and being that many um, seconds ahead and points ahead, why was that n- not as boring as it is now? When Max Verstappen is has that ridiculous lead now, he's pretty much sewn up this world championship title. Why am I more bored watching it than when it was Lewis? I think you think you're more bored watching it. I think how uh, unjustified Lewis losing the title was at the end of last season has made you think that him winning all the time wasn't as boring as it actually was. But there was a season of Formula One where me and you basically just... Did other things. You could tell it was a dull race because by the end, by the end of the race, the filibustering that was going on with the commentators, even the commentators went, "It's not been the best race of the season, has it?" When they say that, 
it's dull as fuck. There was a moment around, was it lap 12 when Max took the lead? And uh, he said, um, uh, Max goes first. Uh, we haven't even reached half distance yet. So there may well be a twist in the tail yet. And I was kind of reminded of that Twitter meme where everybody says, reader, there was no twist in the tail. <laughs> like, okay. Also, I watched the, I rewatched the kind of extended highlights on YouTube. Yeah, on the train back today. And you could tell that the race was boring because like lap 12 was about 15 minutes into the 20 minute extended highlights. Everything happened. It was actually really exciting for the first. Oh, kind the first of chunk fourteen of it. laps, I, I I cursed it. My, I looked over at my mate and went, "This is going to be a good race because it's fourteen laps in." And as soon as I said it, it's like when you go to Brentford Leisure Centre when you're a kid and the wave machine is on when you get on in the pool and you think, "Oh, this is great," and then all the waves calm down. You go, oh, "It's not that fun anymore." <laughs> Um, should we get into the race review? Let's get back in. With it's it's Formula One's back, kind of. Let's get into the what was the name of this race? Oh no! Oh, I got it here. I got it here. Okay, the, great. The uh, the Formula One Rolex Belgian Grand Prix 2022. The village in Belgium is a good name as well. The Francochamp. Mm. Excuse me, waiter, waiter. Can I have um, the escargots? Uh, can we get a little bit of pan on the side with some butter and one of the <laughs> and a Francochamp, please? Can I can I get that blue? Is that the is that the sort of uh, that that's the concession that an English tourist is willing to make? Can I get the Pan with <laughs> yeah. some butter. <laughs> um, Pardon? I said pan, you fucking. Who bit. is your uh, Formula One sponsor of the week? Uh, Formula One sponsor of the week is somebody mm. who we think should sponsor. Yes, someone who should sponsor, D- but doesn't. But doesn't. Okay. I think for Ferrari, a good sponsor would be do you know the board game Secret Hitler? where um, you have fascists and socialists and you, you don't get to know who's who. And it's a game of deception for who can thwart the other. And I think the strategy team at Ferrari must be playing secret Hitler because there is there is somebody in Ferrari who doesn't want Ferrari to succeed. <laughs> <laughs> so to be sponsored by... The board game Secret Hitler, I think, is uh, an appropriate sponsor. And it would be really nice as they as they go around the Parabolica to just see a big sign mm. seek that says, see, like, 11 times, Secret Hitler, Secret Hitler, Secret Hitler, Secret Hitler, Secret Hitler. <laughs> uh, who is your, um, I mean, I, I guess that's the inappropriate, is that your, is that your inappropriate sponsor? No, that's my appropriate one, oh, okay, that works. Great, all right. Well, okay, who is your Formula One inappropriate sponsor of the week? Megabus. Ooh, tell me more. Uh, because of the bus stop, uh, what is it called? The bus stop chicane. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to see uh, people going to uh, kind of Plymouth <laughs> on a depressing like bus tour and have to see uh, like the, the, the collisions and the and the and the and the and the and the sort of this. I think it would add a nice layer to the glitz and glamour and to see. Uh, another kind of person, uh, perhaps the person that goes on the megabus. I, I like me, like an 18-year-old me, the sort of person that wasn't interested in Formula One but was getting the megabus to Plymouth on a Friday night to, to, for £70. No, that was the gig was £70. The megabus was 15 Appropriate sponsor of the week, I think, would be um, maybe Audi. Okay. Yeah, I just get them in and get uh, Ferrari out at this point. It's just how much longer can Ferrari keep doing this? I think like forever, they're like an institution. They're too big to fail. You know, like when you drive past a field and you see a horse that's 
should be dead. I don't know what that's like. You know what it's like when you see a really... I don't, you know, when you see a, I don't know what that's like. When you see a really old horse. I've never ever you know, like been able knackered, to look at a horse You know when you can go, see a horse's ribs? Oh, oh, old You know, horse. you see like a, a knackered old horse who at one point was galloping through fields mm. in undulating valleys. Mm. That's how I feel when I look at every Ferrari driver. Yeah. It, so, it, they just become these... They they start their careers as these like fiery. I mean, it's ironic that they're called the prancing horse when their drivers not prancing and they look like they're ready to be taken out back and shot. Yeah, there's a, there's a there's a. Who is it? You're right. Who is it at Ferrari that is secretly trying to? Is it like Enzo's son who didn't want to inherit the company <laughs> and just wanted to be a vet? Do you know the thing where when you're like when you're a horse whisperer? How you like become a successful horse whisperer is you have to keep on like every time the horse wants to be kind of wild and eventually it's not your not whispering the horse. What you have to do is you have to break the horse's spirit, mm, mm-hmm. and that's sort of similar to what's happening with Charles um, at the moment. Is that they're just breaking him in so that he'll be a kind of pliable driver forever. He'll he'll uh, he'll never want for anything else in the world. He's just a broken a broken horse. My my theory is that um, you know how Seb Vettel's become like an eco warrior. My theory is there's someone at Ferrari who just wants everyone to be an eco warrior, so they'll break Charles Leclerc to the point where he's like, "Fuck it, I'm just going to go make honey in a field," mm. and they'll keep pushing till Carlos Sainz is yeah, like, "I'm yeah. just going to go live off the land." He's now. just got their breeding bohemians. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, in tenth place, Williams. Um, uh, Albon finishing 10th in the points. Latifi crashing, uh, finishing in 18th. Um, Latifi crashing. Do you want to have anything to add to the to it was crash quite boy? a funny crash, wasn't it? Because it was he, just, um, he steered into the gravel. Yes. Like it was a choice that he made. Exactly. And it's like, you know, um, you know, in the Simpsons where, uh, where they're going to uh, the Homer's new job uh, to work with Hank Scorpio. Yes. We watched it together the other day. Yeah, we did. Uh, and we're in our thirties. They go, uh, we were with my kids. Yeah. And it's too old for them, actually. But anyway, uh, he goes, uh, hey, who wants to go off road? Uh, <laughs> no, that's the Sacha Bob episode. That's the Sacha Bob yeah, episode. Yeah. Yeah, no. Go to, um, you just hear him under the car. No. <laughs> and that, that's how I felt when Latifi went off road. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to, I know a shortcut. <laughs> like in Mario Kart. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Latifi Wee. tries to go under the waterfall. <laughs> <laughs> And then Albon, I mean, it's just so nice. What I love, one of my favourite things in Formula 1 is just watching Albon happy with his qualifying. And he's got that little, you know, like when you've, um, like when you can't not smile when you're a child. Mm. Like you go into school and, and, and I don't know, you've got a Walkman or, or you saw some boobs or something. Yeah, yeah. And you just can't stop. You're in love. Yeah. You were excited because you know who Sham 69 are and you get to share it with the class. Oh my you don't God. think anybody else knows who they are. He's just not a very, and I think this does more and more when, uh, teams are selecting drivers. They're going to be thinking more and more about like who's fashionable. Hence Ocon getting his own personal stylist. He wants to be like a glamour driver. Hence, I mean, Charles Leclerc is a great driver, obviously, but he's also a cool, marketable entity. And Albon is such a nerd with his silly red hair. Mm-hmm. And also it's like he's had his, he's had his upward trajectory moment and now he's had to reset. So mm-hmm. there's something less glamorous, but quite clearly He's a really, really good driver. Yeah. Uh, and I like him and I he, like seeing him happy. He looks like the kind of guy that would win at Secret Hitler. Yeah, but only because he doesn't really understand it. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he doesn't really understand the game. So he was so good at bluffing because he didn't know what he was doing. <laughs> I've got three queens. I didn't even know that was good. <laughs> <laughs> the next three teams are kind of invisible teams as to the Belgian Grand Prix. I don't think Aston Martin. I think they had a good day. I thought Seb was racing his, his heart out. Yeah. And also a Stroll outdid our um, our, our, our prediction and our regular Finishing feature 11th, where yeah. we'll launch Stroll finish. I always say 12th. He finished 11th. I always say 12th as well. That's the running joke I thought. We both always say 12. Seb obviously had a spoonful of his own Manuka honey before the race. (laughs) And I had a great start. Also, I very much enjoyed uh, Seb Vettel in the, uh, in the press conference beforehand, like absolutely dragging McLaren for getting rid of Danny. I didn't see that. He said, he said McLaren failed to extract the potential from Daniel, which oh, is, I know, right? a good right? sentence. That's like a lawyer in, a, in the courtroom where they slam their briefcase down on the table, like, no more questions, Your Honour. Mm. And they just walk away because they've crushed it. Yeah, that's really no good. No more questions, Your Honour. Um, yeah, uh, Alpha, Alpha, Alpha. Uh, sorry, do you have anything more for Aston Martin? Uh, no, just that I was, uh, oh, and it was also quite funny when, Vettel, Vettel now who's like retiring doesn't give a fuck anymore about Stroll or who his dad is <laughs> tried to ram him off the track at some point I really enjoyed that that was a good moment but no apart from that I have nothing more to say about Aston Martin Alpha Tauri Gasly finishing ninth, Tenoda finishing 13th okay now the most important thing we need to discuss about Pierre Gasly right the most important thing in Formula 1 maybe maybe the most important thing of the last week is the photo Pierre Gasly posted on his Instagram on his boat of him and his mum have you seen it? I've not. Shall I look it up? Yes, please. Okay, right. In real time, listener, here I am uh, looking it up. If Josh indeed keeps this in the episode. Oh, I'll keep this in. Okay. You know when you post the pic, when you take a picture of yourself mm. and you look really hot, but your mate looks absolutely butters. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what Pierre Gasly has done. And it's his mum. <laughs> okay. So it's, it's a, it's a carousel. Okay. <laughs> so there's Pierre Gasly with 0% body fat. Pretend, I think he's got a can of Coke, but I don't, I think he's holding that for someone because I don't think it's Coke Pierre zero. Gasly would, is it? Mm-hmm. He's drinking a Coke on, on the boat. And I, I don't know how to say this on a podcast that some people listen to with their kids, but the camera is pointed downwards and his mum is lying down and you can see aspects of her womanhood mm. that I don't think a son should post on Instagram of his mother, let alone someone with millions of followers. And I think the only reason he did it is because he looks buff. He looks incredible in it. It's not one of, it's not, it's not I, what I imagine your favourite angle would be for a photo to be taken, were you? I think she looks like a charming um, woman, actually. She There's looks, a lot she, on she, show. She's a lovely looking woman. It's, it's, it, it's not, it's not the best Angle. I know more about her than I wanted to know. I know more about her than I know about, you know, the mother of my children now. I think. <laughs> Pierre Gassi's probably got like a sibling who's jealous, right, of, of the, that Pierre Gassi's a Formula One driver who blatantly screen grabbed that photo and sent it to their mum and went, mum, Pierre just posted this. Yeah. There's a- <laughs> right? <laughs> and then Pierre goes out all night clubbing in a white shirt with three buttons undone, right? And then he comes home, even though he didn't drink anything all night, and his mum's just waiting up. What? does mum say to son at that point? Does she say delete the photo? I think that the family now, because of where Pierre is, is so sort of in, like, she's, she, why is she on that boat? Because of their son. Yeah. So she's going, I don't really like that photo. Did you like being on the boat though? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did like being on the boat. Right. Well, there you go. I look great. <laughs> and I'm having a Coke Zero. No, you shush mummy. 
okay? You shush, you're here. Uh, that's what I think probably I, I, all I was going to say about Pierre Gasly is he did well to finish ninth when starting in the pit lane he did yes he did he did um, yes. which is a, a you know a more race centric uh, thing to say I suppose I wonder if after that race that his someone went hey if you get a picture of you and your mum and his mum went absolutely not <laughs> you yeah keep that camera above shoulder level shoulder level please Pierre there's going to be like she, she, she's going to leak some photos of him like as a baby licking his own piss or something soon. <laughs> as a revenge. In seventh place, what you going to do with all that? Has. All that. Has. Inside them. Cars. Magnuson 16th, before the race, Brundle went, you got any race wisdom for us before this race? And, and Ken Magnuson just took a five second pause on live TV and went, no. <laughs> I think they're having a good season as far as bad seasons go. They're having, has are having a really good bad season. I think because nobody's talking about how bad their season is. Everybody's just going, yeah. Yeah, they're hiding in the, they're the person in the wedding photo that you just don't see. You mm. know? Hiding in place. Yeah, because somebody else has got their dick out. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh God, you, that's an appalling photo of me. Yeah, no, we weren't looking at that because actually Uncle Bernard had his cock out. I mean, they finished 16th and 17th. That's an appalling finish. But last year they had a bad season. This year they're having a really good bad season. Yeah. Because well, um, every now and again something cool happens. And also, I just, I know this is superficial, but I hate their livery so much. Mm. If you could have, what would be your Formula One livery? What colour would you do if you could do any design of an F1 car? Is it, There must be some sort of rule about this, but um, I suppose if it was allowed, it'd be quite cool to have your car be the colour of tarmac. <laughs> so somebody's looking at you in the rear view and they just go, oh, nobody there. And then, <laughs> like... Yeah, like when Manchester United uh, had to change their away team strip because they said they couldn't see their own players. And that's such good football knowledge you from that? you. I do remember that. It was yeah, 95, 96, 96, 96, 96, yeah, 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 the sharp you can. Yeah, 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 yeah I, I remember they, they changed their shirt at half time against Southampton. Yeah. Uh, Alfa Romeo. Uh, the Nothing, great. I've written, do you want to my notes for Alfa oh, Romeo? Yes, please. Nope. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, the great showman 14th Bottas DNFing lap one because um, because Latifi saw a shortcut um, <laughs> it, it was Bottas's birthday yeah so he finished the race early with Lewis mm-hmm. and Bottas probably had a birthday party in the paddock yeah right? and he, he had to sit there for like an hour and a half at his own birthday party while all his uh, peers were out racing. Who do you think of the other drivers Baltas most wanted at his birthday party? Mm, Lewis. And if it's Lewis, do yeah. you think he made his classic almond cake vegan? Ooh, oh my God. I bet he made every, it, how bad would it be if he made everything vegan and Lewis didn't go? And that's what happened. Oh, like a really heavy sponge cake, a vegan mm, sponge really cake. dense, claggy. Mm, oh, you can't taste claggy. the difference. Mm. It's in the roof of everybody's yeah. mouth. It's already a fucking almond cake, which are claggy <laughs> to begin with. Because yeah. he's a, you know, that's, we've that's, got, a, that's uh, a scandalous uh, cake. A, a vegan buffalo wings is cauliflower. Uh, we've got uh, all the boring vegan shit. Vegan stroop waffles. Mm. Ugh, awful. And um, <laughs> they would do... Uh, but he had to sit there for an hour. Like, you know, like in Friends, when Ross has that party and nobody comes oh, yeah, and he yeah. has the name badge, hide, and he has one that says Valtteri. Yeah. And then underneath he has another one that says Bot Bot or something. <laughs> and then the party, they had, they had games, pin the tail on the, pin the tail on the donkey, but it's Bottas's bum. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. pin so the tail pin on the, the, pin the swimsuit on the hot ass. Yeah. Pin the rear wing on the, 
uh, Mercedes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like from the good old days, not yeah. his new car. And um, and then, okay, first of all, I have to sing it. Sorry, we haven't done it for a month. It's time for Smacky Bud Bud. Do you think Max went to Valtteri's birthday party after the race? Question one. Uh, I don't think Max is buying anybody birthday presents. I th- I don't know why I think this. But you, I just, in my head, I picture Max bought Valtteri, you know, like a Japanese kamikaze be- hair bandana thing with the sun on it, mm-hmm. with the red and the black. <laughs> well, I don't know why I think Max got that so for Valtteri. That's not one of your jokes about Formula One with logic behind it. That's no, just a that's random just, thought. That's, just a, that's, that's how I, you feel. I think Max walked past a taekwondo shop, a, karate, a weapons shop, and was like, Valtteri would like that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's really nice. I like the idea of him being a bad gift getter. Yeah, and he just sees stuff like, like oh, like oh yeah, I got you an old, uh, I got you an old kind of dueling pistol. <laughs> do you want an old? I don't. What, do you want me to teach you how to load it? <laughs> <laughs> got you some gunpowder, some ball bearings, and this you brush, you stick this brush down. Isn't it cool? Um, I think it still works. Um, I think that Perez uh, would probably chat up Bottas's little sister. Okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, this is all the sort of, uh, who's going to be the, uh, I think Bottas might be the sort of person to leave his own birthday party, like quite early and everybody else has a great time. And he's just happy knowing that everybody's having a great time and he doesn't have to be there. He can just go and have cycle home, sort of like a, a cup, a, a mug of matcha tea yeah, and, uh, watch, um, like an uh, Ingmar Bergman film. <laughs> I reckon George Russell gave him twenty pound cash. Yeah, that's nice. Ocon gave him some Warhammer. Only because George Russell couldn't find HMV vouchers anymore. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hi. Um. Oh, Mega. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tried to get you a Virgin Mega store vouchers. Actually, I'm so jealous that my voice has kind of gone so much over the course of the Edinburgh Fringe that I can no longer summon my George Russell. Um. Uh, uh, Vettel, Book of Proverbs. Nice. Yeah. Hmm. Um. Gasly, cigarettes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that you got from an airport, yeah, that's like, really a, nice. carton like a carton of lucky strikes. Carton of lucky yeah, strikes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Could, yeah that's a- with one pack missing. <laughs> I think Stroll might have got him like a, like a kind of a, a like a jet or something. Like he just has no concept of what appropriate his gift old giving jet. Is. It's like it's just oh yeah, this is my old jet. Yeah, he's regifted my- it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, it was actually um, a joint Christmas and birthday present from my dad about three years ago. And you know, I got a new jet now. So do you, yeah, you have my old but jet. But it needs loads of work. So he's, yeah, he's yeah. also given him an assignment as yeah, well. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It needs new uh, suspension. The um, the engines can need a service. The uh, navigation the, uh, systems a lot of the are sort of, gone, uh, yeah. needs uh, upgrading. So uh, it's still, uh, you know, it, it still thinks that, uh, yeah, lots of things that aren't there in different weather systems. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll, uh, you'll need to change. You need yeah, I'm only a pilot. Uh, I'm taking my pilot with me. I'm not crazy. Uh, yeah. And I, all the mirrored tables inside there, you need to give them a clean. They've got a lot of uh, cocaine on them. Uh, I've, <laughs> I've got that Norris um, didn't go to the party because he kicked up such a tantrum on the way that his mum took him home. Mm, he was too, he got too, uh, he had too many sweets beforehand. <laughs> And got too energetic. Well, it's just not worth it anyway. It's I just, just don't know. Wo- no. Why do we need to give him an iPad? I don't. You didn't want to buy me an iPad. I mommy. want it. Magnus and Camber. He got home six or left. That's good. Yeah. Um, and Hamilton. Um, I don't think Hamilton gave him a present. I think Hamilton just went and was like, "Hey, buddy, so good to see you. Look at us now." We've and that was the thing that that was what Bottas wanted most. Yeah. Isn't isn't it amazing that he, 
that we both are fucked now. Isn't that amazing, Valtteri? And they both bonded for the first time ever about how fucked they both are. Mm. And like, and Lewis has a kind of newfound like love for Bottas. Now that he's finding something difficult, yeah, he can really empathise and truly feels like after all this time of taking Bottas for granted, mm-hmm. and now he realises now he doesn't have Bottas. That Bottas was the only person he's ever really loved. Yeah. And then halfway through the party, they sneak up to the, they sneak out and go to the cool down room just to remember what it was like. Mm, And they just sit there. (laughs) And it's like that bit in House of Cards where, uh, where Frank Underwood gets off with his old college mates. And oh yeah, we were drunk back then. Do you remember two (laughs) years ago when we finished here for second and first? Mm, Yes, I remember. Knock a beer over, laugh. And then somebody puts his hand on the other one's thigh and they Mm. laugh into each other's mouths a bit too close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then Valtteri goes, you know, I'll always be here for you, Lewis. And Lewis goes, mate, I appreciate that. And then there's just silence in the room. You had a great car. And it's lit by the moonlight You're coming great in. great car driver, yeah. Coming in through the window. And then they just both, and Valtteri goes, oh, you still, you have very minty fresh breath. And Lewis goes, well, it's, it's close enough for you to breathe it in. And then they just make it with each other, yeah. Um, McLaren. McLaren, <laughs> is it? <he> is a- <laughs> <coughs> Moving on. Whoa. Uh, McLaren 12th, Ricardo 15th. Um, it seemed like it seemed to me like McLaren's whole strategy this weekend mm. was whatever happens, Norris has to finish above Danny. Mm. That's what it felt like at the expense of almost everything else. Plan G, how <laughs> the fuck? Firstly, what was Plan A to F? I think I guess I got Plan A, Norris wins. Mm-hmm. Plan B, Norris wins. Mm-hmm. Plan C, uh, winner Norris. Plan D. Daniel to not win. Yeah. Right. <laughs> how do they get to plan G plan? How do the, how do you even, rem- does that, do they go all the way down to plan Z? Um, I mean, I, I imagine them and Ferrari might. <laughs> Ferrari definitely do. Yeah. But I think like maybe, I don't think uh, Ferrari have like plan A, B. I think they work with a different like alphabet. Like they have plan and then a kind of set of hieroglyphics. None of them can work out which one the kind of first one is. It's like a different alphabet. It's like Russian letters. And we moved none of on them, to, yeah, yeah, yeah. None of them can work it we've out. We've got to plan hashtag. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got to plan O with a line diagonally through it. Yeah. It's um, colon now. Alpine. Alpine, ma copine, promopine, sus Ocon seventh, Alonso fifth. I mean, Alpine are crushing this season. I love Alpine. What, what I love about, it seems to me like whenever a driver starts doing really well in Alpine, they leave. Like Danny left Renault when he started smashing. Um, and now Alonso's like finishing in fifth place. Mm. He's 72 years old. He's so old. He's, He's such Have you old noticed man. now in the post-race interviews, he does, I can't do, I'm going to try and do the noise because I can't, you can't see me. But Alonso does, he, he, he's starting to do faces like De Niro when they're like, how did that go? And he would be like, <laughs> you know that thing De Niro does? <laughs> well, what do you want? What what do you, you, like when he's like going, I- I don't know. You I know, don't I know. talk to Lewis, he fucking drives over me. I say, what the fuck are you fucking doing? You only know how to fucking start a yeah. race. Then when you're in fucking first, I had to fucking win, you motherfucker. I'll grab your fucking neck. What I'll an idiot. shit down your fucking neck, huh? What an idiot. Closing the door from the outside. <laughs> My guy only knows how to drive starting first. <laughs> Is that Aston Martin green? They say geniuses pick green, huh? but you didn't fucking pick it. <laughs> and then, did you see, when what an idiot closing the door from the outside. Uh, this guy only knows how to drive starting first. Uh, immediately, as soon as he said that on the radio, uh, commentator Kravitz, somebody goes, um, uh, yes, which he has done 130 times. <laughs> this is Alonso's first start in the top three since fucking, um, yeah. like Dr. Jones by Aqua came out. <laughs> 
And it was like such an immediate, <laughs> don't fuck with Lewis, mate. Okay, leave him the fuck alone. It just seems like, you know, in the, the in the Dark Knight, is it that when, when Michael Caine just goes, some people just want to watch your world burn, Master Wayne. <laughs> I just feel like Alonzo's entire existence in F1 is to just fuck with Lewis. I'm not saying it wasn't Lewis's fault, but it just seems like Alonzo is still so hit up about 2008. Mm. He'll never, ever let it go. It's like if you bumped into a girl who who cheated on you when you were 17 and you just have to pretend how well you're doing. Yeah, or how you can still resent people that bullied you at school. Yeah. Even though they're like, they're, every single cell in their body is yeah. now entirely different. He can't let go of the trauma. He's got like Lewis Hamilton PTSD. I like that about him though. No, He's no, I, I mean, no, 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 I do like it. What's it called? An antagonist. Mm. He's Formula One's antagonist. Yeah, but he's like, he's like the Joker. He'll get his own movie. Exactly. He's that, he's that liked. <laughs> he just seems like, um, he's the edgelord of Formula One, mm. isn't he? And then after the race, they're in the paddock and, and Fernando just goes, yeah, you know, Lewis, I don't know what I'm doing with the accent. Lewis knew he was, my name is Fernando Alonso. You killed my father. Prepare to die. Lewis knows he was in the wrong and he apologized. And, uh, and then he goes, and then they go, Ferrari, you know, they always have a, fu- a funny strategy, but that's Ferrari. And then he just walked off. <laughs> he's having so many like mic drop moments yeah with that Kimowa hat that just seems to get bigger on I think I don't think the Kimowa hat that he wears is getting bigger I just think Fernando's aging you know like you get smaller as you get older mm, and so he, he's kind of shriveling like yeah, dehydrating yeah, yeah, yeah. like a kind of prune yeah he's like I, st- I still fit in all the clothes I wore when I was 21 it's like yeah but you're shrinking you're spilling it <laughs> uh I think they're, yeah, I, I, I love, I love both of them. I love watching them uh, drive and uh, Ocon's a really sweet protege, like the anti-Alonso, uh, a really kind of cute boy to mirror the ferocity and uh, cool renegade motives of this dark Alonso <laughs> character. Mercedes, um, DNF and fourth place for Russell. Mercedes are acting like, you know, parents who've given up on their kid. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, oh, you know, it's just, he's just doing his thing. He wants to be a rapper, you know? He's th- yeah, yeah. They, 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 they want the opt-out option. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They, they, want, they want to be done with this. They want to send their own drivers off and the car for adoption. I think Lewis is in a really... <laughs> I didn't hear that before I started talking. I uh, think Lewis must be having a really difficult time of it, sort of spiritually. Like coming back, he really wanted to... That's such an uncharacteristic thing for him to do to fucking wallop his car into Alonso's. Mm-hmm. And then the, uh, the, you know, the unfortunate thing for him was he came off worse, but it was totally his fault. Mm-hmm. And the like psychological thing of going, right, we're back, let's go. And being after a horrible first uh, half of the season to now be back, he wants to be, he wants, he wanted to fucking stick his oar in and be a part of it. And he was really fast and for the first Half a lap. Half a lap, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, was, he had a great, to be he, fair. He had a great half a lap. As far as half laps go. He had one of the he best. Really good, he was looking really impressive. Uh, he was looking, you know what he was looking? Very racy. He was looking so racy. Oh my God, so racy. 45 seconds, oh, wasn't he? Oh, that was he? great. What a great 45 seconds. It was such a good 45 seconds. Mm. More than more than, more than than I've ever driven on a Formula One track. Exactly. That's for damn sure. Yeah, so yeah, we yeah. can't turn our nose up at these things. Mm-hmm. But you do what wonder, like happens. Where's he getting the like the urge to carry on doing this? At the at his age, it, with this difficulty, after all that he's done, I just think he he won't stop till he gets an eighth. And we've spoken about this before, but how much more mentally damaging is it to be a guy who had the best car consistently for yeah. fucking ages yeah, and then yeah, yeah. not have the best car? He, of course, he needs the best car. He only knows how to drive from first, uh, as 
Alonso and Alonso so expertly said, but credit to Hamilton when he was asked about it. Oh, did you hear what Alonso said? He went, um, I don't care. Then yeah, walked off. She said it, I, don't I don't care. Yeah, Sky, stop fucking negging these drivers. It's they're CV. such little playground bitches. All this Formula One commentary. Oh my god, did you hear what he said about you? Did you hear you? what he said about you? Um it's like and, and Lewis, even before it came out of her mouth, was like, Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. Why? Just why are they trying to make these clickbait moments? Oh, I think it's absolutely incredible. Like uh, somebody said, maybe Brundle Kravitz uh, uh, said, Oh, I, I can't, but I think it was quite unnecessary what Alonso said. I think one of the best things we have in Formula One is the fact that we have these. You know, Charles Leclerc going, I'm, you're, you're going to make me cry or whatever it is yeah, he's yeah, saying. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, I'm, I, I hate this. So this is fucked and everything <laughs> sucks. Um, I don't really know why, but I want to justify ripping someone's head off. Um, and that's the best thing about it. So you can't <laughs> criticize these people. Like, oh, I think that was an unnecessary thing to say. Oh, really? Well, why don't you try driving around a fucking racetrack at 300 miles an hour and see, you know, maybe if an F word slips out of your mouth from time to time, you fucking loser. I mean, also they have been in the F1 cars, but I don't think they were mic'd, were they? Yeah. I've sworn parallel parking and that's like half a mile an hour. Mm, I've said if, if you could, if, if there was a broadcast of me parallel parking, um, I would no longer be in a, commercially viable position to do this podcast yeah i swear if my wi-fi doesn't immediately connect when i get home yeah and that i'm not going any miles an hour no um ferrari speaking of absolute clusterfucks um leclerc in sixth place signs had the signs having the saddest the saddest podium i've ever seen the saddest Mm. None of the team came out. They just, they, they were just, no one was clapping for him. He got a third place drive from the worst strategists. I, when Charles was qualifying, Charles went out to give Carlos a toe and Charles went, what tires are these? And they went, oh, sorry, it's a mistake. Wrong tires. It's a mistake. It's a mistake. It's like you're at the pinnacle of motorsports racing and you're putting the wrong wheels on the car. <laughs> but again, there was a moment when they said it's a mistake. There was like a real kind of quivering in the voice. Like yeah, the yeah. guy was going, this is being broadcast. Oh God, this is awful. <laughs> this is, I can't believe this is like, I've fucked up on TV. If they can go plan A to plan G, they need to have a word, like a code word. Chicken wing. Mm, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> all of Ferrari's strategists now all sound like, do you remember on SNL when Ashley Simpson uh, c- came in at the wrong time for a Monday. I'm waiting. And, yeah. and, her, and she didn't uh, mime to it at the yeah. right time. And then she just did a little jig. All of the Ferrari strategists now, I think, are just kind of jigging their way through the rest <laughs> of the season going, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> They've all got, Ferrari have the energy of a boyfriend who doesn't want the girlfriend to look at his phone. <laughs> <laughs> I, and also they must be second guessing themselves now because they know that they're shit at strategy. So they must be going, okay, so what I think we should do is put softs on. So let's put hards on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah. It, the, the, the turbine in the mind it's is just a, like chaotically. Like, what do I think? Do I think what I think I think? I don't know if I think what I think I think. What is, what is strategy? Yeah. What it, I don't know what's going on. It's like that bit in High Fidelity when he goes, I've been listening to my guts for 30 years and my guts have shit for brains. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, also, the, that was the funniest thing about when they double stacked because they just, the strategy was, right, what's the strategy going to be? Um, hard and soft, and one of them will be right. Well, hard for one, soft for the other, yeah. and um, and one one of those strategies is the right one, surely. 
So we do both. Then we cover, and it turns out probably medium. See, this is what happens when you eat. This is when you eat too many carbs. This is why they've they've had too much pasta for lunch, and they're all sleepy. Yeah. I swear to God, I swear to God, it's that. I swear, if Horner went into Ferrari right now and just became team principal, mm. he would sort that team out in four weeks. Mm. Right? Yeah, Toto in there. What is with all this pasta? Yeah, get, get the pumpernickel out. Get it out. Get the pumpernickel out. Get, uh, get the Caesar salad. Eggs on pumpernickel. <laughs> also, their team radio, they keep chiming in at the worst moments mm. with the most irrelevant shit. Well, they'll be chiming in. He'll be Charles will be doing an overtake and someone will just go, hey, Charles, um, who would win in a fight? Uh, <laughs> T-Rex or Godzilla? It's all... <laughs> just let me raise. <laughs> it's all the equivalent of like... I remember like when I'm putting like um, shelves up uh, and like as I'm putting the drill into the kind of raw plug or kind of doing all that uh, business, get, getting it into the wall. I'm in my position. I'm kind of tensing my arm so that it goes in at the right angle. And just then Jesse says, is that drilling going to be all right? Yeah, 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 yeah. This is not the moment. <laughs> all Ferrari strategy com- communication is like that. Are you going to turn that corner? Yes, I'm just doing it now, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Charles, 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 snog, marry, avoid. <laughs> Russell. They're so fucked. I think Ferrari keep asking the drivers what they want to do so that when the, when it fucks up, they can blame the driver. Mm. It seems like that's what they're like. Oh, what do you want to do? And they say, you're the fuck, you're the, I'm just driving the car. You put the right things on that make me win. Yeah. It's like one of those things where you go like, oh, ask your kids what they want for dinner. Yeah. What do you want for dinner? Chocolate sauce and ravioli. Oh, you're behaving like a nightmare. (laughs) Yeah, it's because you gave me chocolate for dinner. Charles, if you were president of the world for one day, (laughs) (laughs) how bad a race has Checo Perez has that he's started in third and his teammate, who started in 15th, finished 16 seconds ahead of him? Not only that, but had overtaken him by lap 12 (laughs) and there was two laps of safety car. Also, the team orders as well. When Max overtook Paris, the Orange Army cheered. I was like, what are you guys doing? That's a team order. Yeah. It's, they are some of the most sort of obsequious, gushing, like completely blinkered, maddening fans I've ever seen. Sort of like the Tifosi were, but I think the Tifosi have learned by dint of who they support to develop like a, a shame. Yeah. Uh, whereas at the moment there's no, there doesn't seem to be a great shame facility in the Red Bull Dutch fan base. Also, Max, he he was walking around with his headphones on, and I can't. I'm obsessed with what he must listen to. Mm. What do you see? What does Max Verstappen listen to to get pumped up for a race? Drake um, st- uh, started. We started from the bottom. <laughs> okay, it fine. started from the bottom. We started from, and when he's singing along, like. That he, when he gets to the N word, he just he doubles down. <laughs> says it. He even says it a bit louder because yeah. he goes, "I'm just singing along." He'll be, and he'll look just at, singing along. To he it. looks what? at his dad when the N word's coming up, and his dad just nods mm. and approves for him to shout it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, that was good. That's really funny. And correct. I wonder. I think Max listens to um, on his iPod is all just popular songs, but Yoss has re-recorded all of them. We started from the bottom. Yeah, yeah. And Max has no idea. Max doesn't know. Max thinks that it's the original. Yeah. Like the Truman Show. He doesn't know. (laughs) He doesn't know that his dad is like, it's like his dad going, rising up, back on the street, Max Verstappen, world champion. And Max just thinks that's the song. I see you driving around town in a car I love. And I'm like, Max Verstappen, world champion. (laughs) (laughs) 
Max, du bedeckst, denkst, Max. <laughs> What was your song of the race? It's tenuous, right? So I was thinking about the visor cam. Mm -hmm. And whenever it cuts to the visor cam, you go, oh my God, that's so cool. Look at the visor cam. Yeah. Wow, look at what the driver's experience. And then after about seven seconds, you go, all right, this is fucking rubbish now. Um, and it reminded me of when I listened to the police mm. and I get about five seconds in and I go, the police are the best band I've ever heard. And then I get one minute in and I go this, I hate the police. <laughs> I fucking hate them. I hate them. <laughs> that's really, that's really good. What and I completely. I don't believe what I saw. hundred billion bottles washed up on this shore. Yeah. How did they get away with that? How did they get away with Ah, loneliness than any man could be. Let's smoke a little rifa with Stinger. It's like, dude, what are you doing? What and he's still doing? doing it. It's amazing that like we've we've gotten rid of a poo, like or, or, or like, but we haven't dealt with Sting. Yeah, isn't that incredible? I feel like we should have dealt with Sting before mm -hmm. we dealt with a poo. The do 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 ra ra ra. -ra. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, so I'm going to go with Message in a Bottle. No, I'm going to go with, um, I'm going to go with uh, uh, a Sting song, Fields of Gold. Mm. That's As nice. Walk in fields of, and also it's Fields of Gold because Frankenstein is in a big field. Yeah, that's and, really nice. And Gold because uh, Max Verstappen, Formula One Gold. That's nice. Tenuous. Mine's a lot less layered than What's that. What's yours? Uh, mine is uh, Elton John's from Honky Chateau, whatever mm -hmm, it's called. Mm -hmm. That album. Mm -hmm. uh, it's um, uh, Elton John's I Think I'm Going to Kill Myself <laughs> uh, And who's, who is who, Who's the song about? The song's just it's How I sort of felt About lap 40 Because <laughs> I didn't want to do Any of this Well I know what I'm playing out The show with or Is it? Yeah I think of course Kill Myself That's better than any Sting song <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going, I didn't even know There was an Elton John song Called I'm Going to Kill Myself I think I'm going to kill myself I think I'm going to kill Well at least he's not made up his mind um, Speaking of not making well, up Well it's Bernie Torpenny Didn't make up his mind isn't it Oh yeah that's true Because he, he, Elton John's a conduit For another man's thoughts Still is Still is Yeah yeah Ma Like Max and Yoss Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, By the way We sent out a, um, a message saying which, which actors would play who In the Formula One movie And someone wrote in saying um, that Jos Verstappen would play Max Verstappen so he could finally live out the dream of being his son. That's really so good. So I just want to send kudos to whoever tweeted that to us. Mm. And also um, on our socials, I tweeted, is this a boring race? And it said 78% yes. Wow. Um, you can follow us on Very Dirty Air on both I, handles. I did want to say, like, um, did you know that uh, you actually get, when you get DRS, that's eight and a half miles an hour about. Is it really? Yeah, that's said it in the so racy. They said that in the commentary and That's, I just, I don't know. What race is it next week? Next week is Max Verstappen's actual home race. Dash Nudalonda. Let's see how many gropey gropes the Orange Army do on this race. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm Josh Weller. And I'm Alfie Brown. And this is Dirty Air. They ain't gonna count.